This episode of Speakers of Eidolon is made possible by our generous patrons. Special thanks to our supreme and master speakers, Omeji Cat Comet, Erisu Yamakawa, Circa Barakil, Remy Asalia, Arcadia Lunashine, Alex Franco AV, Winebow Brood, Psyche, Asuta Starbreeze, Cletus Oreo, Nina Grimstarter, Nat Clay, Lily Black, Bob Cece, Mikta Rabentau, Sapa Chakwatol, Edwin, Umbral Wind, Quick Levin, Pamela Isley, Camille Grino, Elenriel Maximus, Codrith Novelis, Mira Mary, Bay Barbalay, Suno Chicano, Celeste Onotrell, Lazy Boy, A Bag of Dragonite, Luke Osborne, Pandalu Storm Arrow, Tex, Yowie Wowie, Kylin, Chibi Duo, AJ Brainswordson, Anathos Moonscar, Arthur Law, and Biridan Derard. Support the show and become a patron today at patreon.com slash speakersxiv. Thank you. Good evening, Aorcians. Welcome to Speakers of Heidelin, episode 269. Nice. I'm Lukiel Gravestone, and I'm joined nice. today by Rollo Des, Georgi Wiston, and Mela Vanadar. Hey. It is 269. Uh, let's just say that a couple of more times, just so we're absolutely sure everyone understands this is episode 269, nice. and that's very nice. Uh, we have to wait a hundred more episodes before we get back here, so uh, enjoy it. Um, uh, we weren't two years, that is. Yeah, uh, we weren't going to talk about recent events, but I literally just checked the subreddit, and apparently the <laughs> breaking news: uh, oh. the Endwalker trailer has reached three million views on YouTube. Oh, oh. well done! Nice. Endwalkies is doing well, fellas. Yeah. In just Which, five months, uh, that... Shadowbringers, the Shadowbringers trailer that was released two years and eight months ago is at the moment four million views. Wow. So Is the is just that just one of them or is that a compilation that, of the views between all of them? That's the full trailer. The English full trailer. Because remember oh, they just released... English. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. The English remember they released that for both the US and the UK. Oh <laughs> yeah, this is this is the videos. this is the North American one. No? <laughs> okay. That's Wait. what I was how do I know which one's which? Oh, ESRB. Yeah, this, <laughs> it'll, this it'll, is the North the American. Union Jack, because that's the proper English one. <laughs> he plays God Save the Queen just for <laughs> yeah, a couple of seconds. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, that's good. That's just, what is the, uh, just out of curiosity, what is mm -hmm. the uh, European one at then? Because uh, I think I think it's because they, they push the North American one more than the, uh... yeah. Oh, wow, they really do. So the Japanese one has 1.7 million. The Ger the German one has 792k. Oh, the, fr the French one has 104k. Uh, <laughs> the British the one 438k. I but usually I, do. But I, I think that's that one. Just I know, I think it's because I mean it's Eng both of them are English. Uh, and yeah. there's no difference other yeah. than. The UK one says Peggy 18 or whatever. whatever Sounds it way better. And, yeah, Peggy 16. You know what's fucked? What and is fucked? They literally translated this game to French before Spanish. 
there, this there's is a true. reason for that, Rollo. It's because there, there is. Talk about but that the for a few Spanish months. population, speaking population. Such it's a all in Europe, it's, though. It's, it's not, not in Europe. Really, but you know the reason is because they they know that whichever Spanish they pick will make half of the other ones unhappy. <laughs> yeah. I would take a very bad uh, European Spanish dub over nothing. I, it's something to laugh at, at least. Oh for Thancred could consider, be like, oh, hey, hold consider on. The, <laughs> consider the other people that you know of. <laughs> how they would react to this yeah we're used to it we're used to this treatment. <laughs> don't worry um okay well there you go that's uh an impromptu recent events uh okay today we're going to start reading through interviews uh we will not have we will not have time tm to um go through all of it uh, so today we're going to talk about the video interviews that have been released by creators, 14 creators, um, and possibly next week we'll start looking more into the written interviews. Um, the reason being the written ones are usually much longer than the video interviews and we will, there just isn't enough time. So, um, well, let's begin. Uh, we'll start with the uh, interview uh, by Zeppla. Um, Mela. Yeah. You have been uh, tasked with this. Um, I guess I have to try and sort of set the standard here, but I'm just going to be as quick as yeah, possible. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mela, put on the bunny ears. Right? I've got them on right mm -hmm. now. Mm. There's one question here that I think will be actually really interesting, but I'll just go through them in order. Um, so she started off with asking him about how much he plays 14 personally in his own free time and if he gets burned out by working on the game and playing it. Yeah. Um, to which he, he let us know that he actually logs in to his private account on company property first thing <clears throat> in the morning. Yeah. Um, but he's apparently has never actually checked his slash play time and is a little bit scared about it because um, it's probably quite high. Mm. Um, so he says on average about two hours a day personally. I I have to say, for it's not as embarrassing for him to do slash playtime no. when it's his no, actual exactly. job. No, uh, exactly. It's his job. Yeah, yeah. But he never gets sick of working on 14 um, or playing it, so that's really nice for him. Mm -hmm. um, the only thing he doesn't like about his job is going to company of board director sort of meeting things and, yeah. and all the board of director mm -hmm. nonsense they have to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that's interesting. Mm -hmm. um, she also asked about his son because he, as oh, we know, is Fortnite. a big Fortnite gamer. Yeah. Um, yeah, and whether he knows about the Final Fantasy XIV free trial, which includes as uh, <laughs> available free up to level sixty, and includes the critically acclaimed first expansion pack, Heavensward, which she included uh -huh. in all of it Good. Uh, for the Good. meme. Um, he says that he doesn't know about the free trial. He's not been Yoshi's not told him about it properly. Mm. Um, but then he went on this thing about how he's. Doing something in FPS in FPS games that's a bit like fourteen in that he has a clan. I didn't really know what he meant, but I guess it's like it's like he's got an FC, but with in like he's, Fortnite or Call of Duty, or whatever. He's in his Call of Duty <laughs> lobby talking yeah. to his pals. Did he not go into any detail about what the this nondescript FPS game is? No, it was all just FPS. Uh, but that may may have been the translator in there as well. Mm. Um, 
Valorant. This had a new translator, probably. actually. Oh. This didn't have Imi. This had some British man. Oh, right. I didn't know who oh, yeah, sure. the ones I saw had Imi. Yeah. Yeah. So shout out to the British guy as well because you've done good work too. Shout out to you. Um, she then asked, um, "You, you're probably aware of." Uh, Jay Allen Brack saying you think you want it but you don't to WoW players uh -huh. and whether there are times as a developer where they know players want something but they know it's not let's say good for them but you know possible um, and he gave a really good answer here about um, it was a weird analogy but he compared it to a relationship oh. either a lover or a family member or something uh -huh. and that um mm the one person in the relationship wants the other person to change but won't explain to them why um and that just causes frustration and upset and as a developer it's good to be transparent with the players about you know have the frank discussion of we know you want butt sliders but we can't because of this reason mm. and you know he's gone on like four hour tangents about this in the past about why they can't do things so he's <laughs> He practices what he preaches. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, very weird example there, but I didn't, didn't quite get it. <laughs> right. um, she then asked if, um, similar to Shadowbringers, when they went to Saudi Arabia for Amarang and things like that, whether they managed to go on any business trips this year for Walker, for example, to the moon. Um, mm. Yoshi P says he has a lot of connections, um, <laughs> but he doesn't have any connections in NASA, so he wasn't quite <laughs> able to get that sorted, and they just use their imagination but they think their idea of the moon's good. <laughs> Listen, if they're willing to fly fucking Jeff Bezos up there, why are they going to get Yoshi P? Jeff, let's look at that. Jeff Bezos, Bezos was his own company. Himself. Yeah, he self-funded <laughs> his trip to space. And they didn't go to the moon. <laughs> so let's, let's crowdfund Yoshi P's trip to the moon. <laughs> yeah, okay. God. Uh, I'm curious about who these connections are. I he. He said a lot of Yakuza connections. Yeah, it could be. Oh, he actually said them. Well. No, he just went a lot. Oh, okay. He, he bigged himself up. Mm. Um, she then asked if the moon's hollow, and he started talking about the real moon and how um, possibly on the dark side of the moon there's a secret alien base. Um, what? <laughs> you know how people say, you know how because the moon always faces us because it's tidally locked. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It spins at the same speed. So people say, oh, on the dark side of the moon, what's there? We'll never know, even though the Chinese have been there. Um, or the Nazis. And, yeah. Um, and they say there's like a secret alien base there or whatever. And he talked about like urban legends about the moon and hinted that there were going to be some surprises for us uh, in Endwalker. Mm, okay. Um, have you but... not heard that? I... Have you not heard that myth, Lakeel? I know. Like it's literally the plot of Iron Sky. Yeah, I know. That's why I was bringing it up. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. um, she asked if Endwalker will continue to challenge that good versus evil narrative that uh, Shadowbringers brought up, where it's not so just black and white. And he said that um, the story will have a lot of intricacies. It will be very emotional, um, especially for people who have been around for a long time. Um he said conservatively it'll be 1.3 times the length of Shadowbringers. Um, and early on you'll be thinking, you know, oh, what, what's happening here? This is a bit odd. But then later on you'll be like, oh, that's completely changed my conceptions of what was happening previously. Now this is happening. So that's interesting as well. Um, 
she asked about the new the two new jobs so sage and reaper and the skill cap on them and how beginner friendly they are um firstly he talked about sage and said that apparently healers especially raiders want more opportunities to do dps which is contrary to most of the healers i know and have been in parties with but you know fair enough <laughs> Um, so Sage was obviously talking about us. No, 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 no. (laughs) Um, so Sage was designed to attack and also do their heals and, um, shields and stuff. And he said that even people who main healers for them, Sage will feel like a fresh experience and very new and exciting. So that's going to be fun for you guys. Um, It's quite complicated Mm -hmm. and technical. Say hello to our new sage mains here. Yeah. We'll have two sages in every party. I think in terms of being complicated and technical, they mean it's still fluid and not clunky like what I'm I don't think it'll be clunky. (laughs) I think it'll flow well. Anything would feel fluid to you after playing Scholar. And then Reaper is also going to be quite interesting. Um, Apparently lots of people wanted a scythe as a weapon. Um, and it, se- it seems to sort of have a switch. So you know how yesterday we were talking about the attacking phase where you build up the red meter and then you get possessed and have the blue meter? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apparently when you switch into blue, um, it builds up the tempo of the job in terms of attack speed and stuff. Ooh. So you'll be playing oh. kind of two tempos is oh. what he suggests there. Um, okay. So it'll be a bit slow building up and then boom, boom, boom. And that'll be really cool. Okay. Um, and then here, this is this is the question that I think is really interesting. So she asked if Reaper's an evil job. Um, and he says, yeah, the design's a bit dark, um, but when you play the job quest, it'll give you more background on, on where it came from. However, obviously, it's not just the Warrior of Light being a Reaper, but the main Reaper in this expansion is Xenos. So that must mean Xenos also has an avatar, like we do. So what does that mean? And who is his avatar? And what you know, what what implications does this have? So have he wants you to think about that. So he dropped that as a bit of a hint, mm. um, and said that he might finally have a second friend. I feel so cheated of, on. That's big, right? Though that's interesting. Yeah, is. that is big. Yeah. I believe one of the text interviews that we'll talk about next week probably also mentions something like that. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it's... it also imply something actually in in one of them? Who that can be, or have I dreamt that? Maybe I've dreamt. I'm it. not. I mean, it might have been an interview that you read. I'm a dreamer. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but that's very fascinating. Yeah. To like, yeah. bring the this... law into it, like the job law or the job skill into his character. I don't know who. Very it's hard to say Reaper doesn't just look straight up evil, though. Like with Dark Knight, you can be like, you know, <laughs> darkness. So it's not evil. It's just you know, emotions. You have an evil scythe with an evil demon standing right behind you. I don't know about this one. This is hard to make seem uh, shades of gray instead of evil. Oh, both of them are a bit like Dark Knight is like the antithesis of Paladin. But you have and a friend. Reaper is just straight up, you know, evil. <laughs> I, they are evil, but uh, yeah, I don't know what that means. But I'm I'm very intrigued into if that has any significance. Um, in the story. It has a similar aesthetic to Bayonetta, Rollo, and she's a good person. She has nice glasses, Rollo. Think about yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. She does. I like her, I like her beehive hair, mm. most, by the way. 
You should have kept that. That's uh, yeah, bad taste. Wow. All right. All right. The beehive was the worst. Bayonetta. Calm down. All right. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus. All right. All, all right. right all right. Claws away. <laughs> um, she asked if there are any jobs that need significant change, and he thinks that generally it's in a good place, especially after the summoner rehaul. Um, so sorry, scholars. This is. Um, they will continuously say. Yeah, scholars in a good place right now. <laughs> they do. They say, uh, yeah. Stormblood was like, yeah, we've really got all the jobs really, mm-hmm. really good there. And then, oh, we've changed quite a lot now. And yeah. There's um, no war in bossing, say. It's all good, guys. The <laughs> biggest question they went through in the interview was why he's picked platinum as the theme color for this expansion. Um, so he went through how in Shadowbringers, the sort of purple black was very obvious in that we were bringing back the knight. Mm-hmm. Um, to Norvrant, whereas this one, Platinum, it's hard for him to explain without going into spoilers. He said the marketing and PR team were confused about it um, as to why he'd picked that. Um, and he said it's not something you'll see and be like, like visually, you'll not think, oh yeah, that's that's the Platinum Yoshi P was talking about there. I see that. Um, he also went on how in real life people will see the moon and think it's yellow, and that's fair. But he sometimes thinks that's platinum that's what he was like mm, and that inspired him and he had these secret keywords that he wouldn't reveal like i've got a keyword for this expansion uh-huh. that i'm trying to convey um and then he said there are going to be some people who even when we get to the end credits will not have a clue what he was trying to convey and some people will be like oh that's what he meant with picking this theme mm-hmm. color um she be pointing out that there are some thick people out there <laughs> yeah pretty much um the media tour that they for all the zones and stuff they set up hid anything with any references to what would this would be any areas any zones colors whatever um and he doesn't even let the development team in on his idea he hopes people will understand it but if they don't they're free to ask him once the game's out if he didn't <laughs> get at it at least like I don't know. Um, knows. Mm, even gotta, she doesn't. They're no just writing one. stuff. They're even talking about Fox Clone and like he doesn't even know. Oh wow! Uh, that was pretty crazy. In fact, a second translator had to jump in and be like, "No, no, no! Fox Clone doesn't know. Not even Fox Clone." So it's very, very weird. Very hush hush. Um, then it all devolved, and Zeppler asked what he thinks about Final Fantasy fourteen waifu body oh. pillows. Mm-hmm. Um. The the bottom line is, Huvac, is that as long as you don't, no one sells them, it's fine. So you can print them and, you know, paint it onto your body pillow case, but just you don't sell them on anything. Um, he's fine that people love the characters, they feel close to them. Um, and that's where, that's where we just stopped on that one. Um, okay. And then she asked him to do a funny face for her Discord server as a new emote, and he did one where he like puffed out his cheeks while thinking. And he says, "You're free to make emotes of his face, oh, um, thank but you. just to, just be kind to him." Oh, We've got a couple of YouTube emotes. Yeah. Okay, now that we have permission, I'm going to make so many. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> we can't nice. use them for Twitch though. We can no. use them for Discord. That's uh, true. For Discord. That's true. So that was Zeppelin. I thought it was really good. Yeah. She asked some interesting mm-hmm. questions. I like Zeppelin. Um, so yeah. 
I like that. She managed to get through a lot of questions. I talked I talked about this with you guys beforehand, but like most of the interviewers that I saw only got through a small number. Yes. Yeah. Yes. She got twelve questions over. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's a nice one. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Um, all right. Um, that's Seppler's interview. Uh, we'll move on then to Larry's. Um, that's you, Georgi. Mm-hmm. So Larry's first question was about Summoner, as you would expect. Um, he asked sort of how they came to develop Summoner for uh, Endwalker. And so Yoshi P's uh, explanation was that, like, Summoner in A Realm Reborn was more hastily put together than they would have admitted back then because of the time crunch and also, like, just having to build upon the 1.0 as much as possible. Uh-huh. Uh, through Shadowbringers, the development team was really starting to feel the strain on the GCD of everything that they had crammed into Summoner up until this point between, like, Dreadworm Stance, this. Uh, Bahamut and Phoenix, the dots. So the design team really decided, like, this is the point where they have to completely <clears throat> renew Summoner at this point. They can't yeah. keep adding more and more to their three-minute rotation, mm-hmm. essentially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's when they had the idea of transforming Ifrit, Garuda, and Titan from being Aegis or being pets like they have been up to this point and more so into traditional Final Fantasy summons. But they didn't want summons to be known as the dot caster anymore. Right. Because <laughs> that's <laughs> Dots are dead. What... Yeah. yeah. They are. That's Dots not are traditionally dead. Straight what lines are in. Are... Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> but also, rather than going for, like, in a tr- traditional Final Fantasy game, like, up through nine... Summons, when you summon them, would just use one singular attack and then they'd go away. So they wanted to more so go for a a sense of the summon appearing and then infusing their attacks alongside the summoner. A bit closer to, like, 10, where you control the summons, but, like, Uh you're channeling their skills through the summoner, since pets are awkward to use in this game. Yeah, they sure are. Uh, Summoner went through about five or six prototypes before they ended up with the version that they have finally implemented in Endwalker. Um, They like how the development team has said that they like how you have to figure out the fight so you know which of Ifrit, Garuda, or uh, Titan to use at certain points throughout the fight. That's Mm. good. Kind of like Black Mage positioning, but this is fight knowledge. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because obviously you can't use them in a certain... Once you use them, you're locked out from using them until you use the other two, mm-hmm. I believe. It's going to work. Yeah. Um, yeah so, like, you need to know, okay, so this is the point where I don't have to move, so maybe I should use Ifrit now because Ifrit comes with cast bars, whereas uh-huh. uh, Kavruder and Titan uh, instant casts. I like that. Yeah. Uh, Larry's next question was about, like, technical debt um, oh god how much is actually left over from 1.0 yoshi p says there actually is not that much well obviously mechanically yeah that makes sense yeah it's all in the back end um, right well whatever is left yeah like mechanically 
they have been able to work through most of the things that like were poorly programmed. It's mostly like the the foundations that they can't touch at yeah. the moment. Yeah. Um. Not that as as yeah, he goes on to say not that there weren't some flaws from one Like in particular, the example he brings up is the Chocobo system, the Chocobo buddy system. Mm. But since then, even though it looks the same. A pretty or pretty similar to what it looked like in 2.0 like the coding behind it is essentially completely redone such that it works much nice much more nicely than it did uh-huh. than back in a realm reborn when you couldn't even use a mount when your chocobo was out oh those well, yeah that's days. true yeah god you couldn't like enter an instance you couldn't no you couldn't i forgot about that you couldn't queue up no, you couldn't rubbish. teleport even on your mount. No. Oh god, no. those were the days. And that, Bring that and the, back. And that yeah. is an actual leftover from 1.0 because that was a core feature of the teleport system. However, I do believe did that happen? Does anyone? Okay, maybe you'll rem- you remember. It, at least in 1.0, if you were mounted and you you chose teleport, it would warn you that if you teleport, you will dismount. Did it, did it do that in a realm reborn? Is that that feels like a typical like 1.0 solution? It's like oh shit, no. you can't teleport, but we'll dismount if you. Tried you. To teleport, in, at least in a realm reborn, if you tried to teleport when you're mounted, it just wouldn't let you. Oh okay, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it would just say yeah you can't do that when mounted. You get that horrible sound. <laughs> That's not what it sounds like. Shush, shush. <laughs> you know the sound. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Um, they also said that Summoner was another example of that, which they finally untangled with Endwalker. Mm. <laughs> um, another thing they've been working about, collision detection is something they've been continuously working with since A Realm Reborn. Mm. They've always had to work with the, like, playing around with the physics system that still existed to a certain extent from 1.0, because that is one of the fundamental things from the game that they couldn't necessarily change easily. Um, I think another interview talks about this. One thing that I think is going to be effect, we're going to see a change in in 6.0 specifically is the achievement list. They also want to work on the friend list and the glamour system, which I'm sure everyone is excited about. All three need changes. Yeah. I would agree. They are the systems that I, that feel the most outdated at this point. Yeah. So especially Mm. friends list where it has to load through everyone and then reorders it once it's loaded everyone mm-hmm. to who's online and who's offline. Yeah. Rubbish system. Sadly, Glamour will not be touched until at least 6.1. Um, and cool. also, he also briefly touches on like how the graphic system is definitely something that will be changed at some, or like see ev- an evolution at some point. But that is for much later than the launch of Endwalker, mm-hmm. so he doesn't want to talk about it now. That's the fair. next producer's problem. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I think He's talking about <laughs> ten more years. It'd be funny if yeah. he says that and then, like he hands it off immediately. Yeah, I mean, um, hey, they didn't say anything about him being there for those ten years. No, no, ten <laughs> years for true. the game, not him. And then, like, Larry's last question for Yoshi P was, um, if you were to go for a lunch with any Final Fantasy fourteen character, who would it be? And then he eventually changes the question to, who would you go for a fancy dinner with? Which Yoshi P responds by saying, that's an even harder question. Mm, so, mm. God. <laughs> his choice was Yishtola because he thinks 
well, he says he would like to go to a dinner with Yishtola, but he thinks that she would decline him. Um, <laughs> that was funny. If he was able to go on a di- go to dinner with Yishtola, he thinks they would be able to have some nice conversations about the truth of the universe, how ether works. He thinks that would be interesting dinner okay. conversation. Yeah, he I agree. also says. He also says Uriange could also be interesting, but he worries that Uriange would take too long to get to his. Oh God! <laughs> oh God! Rural. Yeah, the soup would be cold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, that was uh, Larry's uh, interview. Um, I believe the next one is... Uh, and he ends, and he oh, ends yeah, his sorry. interview by saying he can come anytime. Hmm. He did say that. He did. He just yeah. says it. I, I gotta give it to you, Larry. You have balls for saying that to Yoshi P. That was funny. <laughs> yes. I that... know Aimee laughed. I don't know if Yoshi P necessarily got the joke. No. <laughs> well, probably no. not. No. I hope. It'd be funny if she started translating. Yeah, <laughs> he, he could inja- he could ejaculate any time. Oh. <laughs> Ugh, okay. Um, right. There are euphemisms in Japanese that she could have used to explain that. Uh-huh. That's true. Uh huh. Um, okay, Rollo, uh, you've uh, you're on the Mioni Shampai interview. Yeah, what they had a got? combined interview. So a lot of people did combine interviews, but a lot of them just posted them separately to their own channel. Yeah. But they just put it together. Uh, I only picked a couple questions from here because lots of overlap uh-huh. or things we just don't want to talk about. So the first one is for Mayonis, and he basically just asked, um, why would you pick Scholar over Sage at this point? Because Sage is very flashy and uh-huh. got cool stuff and it's a new hot shit. And then uh, <laughs> Scholar is, you know, that. Clunky. Um, yeah. <laughs> no yeah, problem. there you go. Yeah. So synergistic. <laughs> he wanted to uh, apologize for uh, how the jobs were covered and compared, especially to the new ones. Um, they only wanted to kind of cover the core concepts of job changes if there were any changes. And then go a bit more in depth for the um, for the new uh, you know jobs like Sage and Reaper, mm-hmm. um, mostly because he felt like the new jobs or the the um, the coverage of like uh, specific job changes like the minutia and all that mm-hmm. stuff is more so something that the media tour people uh, would want to do. He thinks um, so. He didn't kind of want to like. I guess step on their toes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, um, like that's Mistech that's more asks, the thing. Mistech gets a very similar response to a to one of her questions that like they don't want to talk about things specifically like uh, potencies and stuff because obviously yeah. those are the things that most obviously change. So mm-hmm. if those were to go down, people are more <laughs> likely to complain and say, "Why are you making me weaker?" Yeah. Number also, go down. Yes, number oh. go don't down. like and. <laughs> And also, he said similar things about how he wanted to leave that to the influencers and the interviewers to, like, yeah. discover for themselves. Yeah. Makes sense. I don't want to watch a live letter where they just cover every single tiny thing. Um, they can put in patch notes or we can do the media tour stuff. Yeah. Totally mm-hmm. fine with me. Understandable. Uh-huh. Um, though the other part of the answer is mm. um, Scholar is seen more as the basic barrier healer that... Uh, BBA. Not basic as in like it's a basic bitch. Uh, <laughs> more that it has 
all the tools it needs that you would expect a barrier healer to have. Um, and since Scholar is more just being built off of Shadowbringers, because they feel like there haven't been too many requests for big changes <laughs> for Scholars. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he, I mean, what changes have people suggested? If there was any, like, what did you uh, want? Make it less clunky. No, make no, Georgi. So capstone mm. skills aren't exclusive to one another. No, no. It's a natural progression of Shadowbringers, and the majority of Scholar players are satisfied with how where it's turned these, out. <laughs> where are these satisfied Scholar players? Georgi, shut Show up. You are very me. satisfied. You are very yeah, satisfied. You're the most satisfied I've seen. Yeah, I've heard you off stream. You always go on Ooh. and on about how great Scholar is. <laughs> Won't stop. Um, Won't shut up about it. But... Yeah. He wants you to be rest assured that there will be new fun skills for Scholar. I've seen them. <laughs> They're very fun, Gergi. Yeah, Shut up. they are. Yeah, sprint. Yeah. And he wants people like Mayoni to uh, assure people that there's nothing to worry about. Thank you. Uh, so, Mayoni. Not going to comment mm. on how true or untrue this might be, but. Mm. Yeah. Mm hmm. Okay. So he sidesteps this question every single interview. <laughs> the classic there Yoshi. There are so P. many interviews. There are so many interviews mm -hmm. that ask this. Essentially, this question is like, "Where are the scholar changes, or why would I play scholar over sage?" And he never addresses the question. <laughs> oh, he, or he says, "If you want to attack more, maybe just try sage." Well, well, <laughs> what what I'm. You know how they always introduce... He What he doesn't want to say is that Sage is going to get nerfed at the end of Endwalker, like they always do, and they're going to dismantle no. it. And then in 7.0, you'll be level. <laughs> It'll be just as boring. <laughs> It'll be just as boring. I mean, that's, that's very likely. <laughs> I guess what, one of the things I'd say would be, can I have as many DPS skills as Sage? That'd be nice. No, Art of War 2, enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. All right, and then uh, Shenpai asks, uh, there, there's more questions here, like I said, I skipped some of them. Yeah. Lots of paraphrasing here. Mm -hmm. um, but she asked about the destruction of Garlemald and the kind of melancholic feeling it has, but um, they're more so interested in like the design choices behind uh, Garlemald. Mm -hmm. Um and then Yoshipi just answers that they've they've been there since 1.0. They've been the main antagonist or the side antagonist for a long, long time. You only mostly see like soldiers, generals, and commanders though. Not mm. too much normal citizens or anything like that. No. Um so he said it's really easy to think of Garleans as just any other monster, basically. Because they, yeah. they always have masks too, pretty much. Mm -hmm. Um so, but they wanted to kind of change that feeling uh, with Endwalker. They wanted to kind of portray uh, the day-to-day -day life of normal citizens. Um, like the, I think we saw it in the last stream where they had like a little slide, like with a park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. it's, so like people lived here and they lived normal lives that might've not been too different from ours or mm -hmm. other parts of Eorzea even. Right. Um, so they kind of wanted to portray that kind of... Uh, uh, like the thing they did with Emmett Selk, where for a long time you knew Assians as Assians, yeah. but you got to know Emmett 
Emmett Selk as an ancient yeah. and kind of come to appreciate, uh, you know, sort of humanizing them a bit. Yeah. 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 Well, I hope we we get a chance to feel a little sorry for ourselves in that it's kind of our fault they are this way because we pushed them out of Aeorzea because yeah, they were filthy non-magic. That is true. And they had to settle themselves in Ilsevard. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, they're doing their best. And No, and, and, and I would say, until this happened, they lived way more comfortably than we mm. did. Yeah. yeah. That was yeah. a nice subway. Yeah. That was a real they had, metro. They had public transport. <laughs> so, I don't know. Mm. It's pretty good. Aeorzea yeah. doesn't even have a bus stop. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> They have Chocobo's, uh, Chocobo Chocobo Porters. Porters. Oh, yeah. Who wants to ride around yeah. on a chicken when you've got a <laughs> Run around on a giant chicken. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So one of the text interviews we'll talk about next week goes into more detail about this. Yes. Um, I will say, I have been thinking about how, you know how Garlemald has cars? <clears throat> yes. Do you think not think it makes more sense for how Sid was able to easily reverse engineer the regalia now? Now it does. Yes. That's that's, that's why they put it, the cars in there. Too, but <laughs> yeah. The car is a lore accurate now. Well, I will along with the motorcycle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. now, if if we had known this about Garlemald before that quest, I would never have even I wouldn't even batted an eye at that. That would have made sense because they have mm. cars in Garlemald. So mm -hmm. it's yeah. only a matter of time before before we get the Galleon PD car. Uh, whoop whoop! Where's the police car? I want the police car? Uh, no comment. <laughs> yeah, we'll make um, the police force one of the first things we reestablish. What do you mean, Nikhil? That'll be the a next nice tribe. The next eight man mount's going to be a train. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would have been Mela. That would be cool. That would I be would cool. Take that over the Lunar Whale. Imagine, I'd be like, I would too, actually. Imagine that turning <laughs> just on a dime. <laughs> just a giant ass train. It would have to be like Doom Train or something where it magically creates tracks before it as it moves. Yeah, oh, that, oh, that would, that would be, be, so be cool. cool. And then as you go up, it'll make tracks in the air. Oh, there's no way the spaghetti engine would That's be able to do that. That's very difficult to make. Yeah, yeah. I hope so. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, yeah. So. Then Shenpai asked the the burning question we all have uh, is if there's any new info on Island Sanctuary because they've been very quiet about oh. that. Yeah. Um, and he actually talked about it a lot more than you would think. Mm. Um, so they didn't expect the reaction, first of all, for Island Sanctuary at why? all. It, it took them yeah, by surprise. Why? I don't understand how that, to, like, considering the ginormous success of <laughs> Animal Crossing, which considering how little we know this is what they've done they have made they have trapped themselves because they're like oh island sanctuary you know it's vaguely and then they explain like oh you have farm you have animals you maybe it's a little bit of you know management and now in everyone's minds that go everyone goes animal crossing animal crossing and then there's no more news so animal crossing becomes like it becomes what that's what it is in everyone's mind at this mm. point. It's been how long since they've since they revealed this? Like uh, more than half a year. It was, it was like it was it's like the, the, the yeah the mini fan fest thing they mm. did in March or February. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. six ish months plus. They they dug late, this though. hole, so expectations but are high. He knows we have high expectations. Yeah. He doesn't mm. want to disappoint. Um, 
He doesn't uh, want to he... lord of the minionus. <laughs> no, <laughs> you better not do that again. He doesn't want to disappoint, uh, so he's cancelling it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've decided to cancel Island Sanctuary. <laughs> he, he doesn't want to give us little tidbits of info and then not explain what the concept is or have anything uh -huh. to show with it, because that can create some even higher expectations and just disappoint people. So he's trying yeah. to avoid that. Totally understandable, so he's going to wait till they have a lot more like live gameplay or screenshots to kind of get into a bit okay. more. Yeah. Um, but he says here, big disclaimer, do not expect this to be the same level as Animal Crossing. That would be crazy. Animal I don't. No one, no one. I'm, I'm sure no one expected it, that. I Animal expect Crossing. It to be a bit like a garrison thing where we can upgrade <laughs> it and that's about it. Yeah. Animal Crossing is a game that has had many iterations and years of development, is what he says. So they're, they're not that kind of team. They This is their first shot at that. Mm. Um, yeah, but he has some, what was it, some general info. And so, yeah, they're planning to release it sometime during 6.x. It's going to get regular updates, which is cool. I thought it was going to be one and done, honestly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I'm glad it's going to be getting more. Mm -hmm. uh, but the basics of it is you get an island. Literally get an island. It's a blank canvas. Um, they kind of want to make it a relaxing sanctuary place. Mm -hmm. It's where you go to relax. Mm -hmm. There, It'll kind of be in the style of um, getting to choose what kind of buildings you can place, what kind of materials you can get oh. and gather, along with some like light animal husbandry kind of stuff, you know, uh -huh. raising and raising animals. I'd love to um, that sounds lovely. But it's supposed to be free of pressure and competing. You don't have to worry about your weekly tombstone cap here. None of that will be involved. Island no rankings. Daily fates on my island. No. Hey, Mela, what level is your farm? What level is your farm? I bet you're not even doing watermelons at this level. Mela, you're slacking. You're slacking. No. No, none of that. I hope this is as stressful as it is as Animal Crossing is for Rollo. No, yeah. Mela, 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 you have to hurry harvest your oh. cabbages. They're 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 dying in five minutes. God, I hope it's the stock market. Yeah, the stock market. Mela, Mela, it's cheap. Oh, you you no, can sell, sell, market. sell, sell. <laughs> oh. It's gonna be none of that. Don't expect any of that, please. Okay. And I don't I don't want any of that either. <laughs> um, but you can invite your friends over. Um, just to look around your place, uh, you can visit your friends, islands, even, he didn't say anything about the cooperation part of that. Mm. I'm sure that's not even fleshed out at this point, so, eh. Yeah. Um, he wanted to compare it to, like, gardening, um, housing and, uh, furniture, uh, like decorating, um, that we have now. He wants you to think of Island Sanctuary as a tier above that that's a bit more in depth wow. and broad is this isn't helping uh, the like this is not animal crossing uh, <laughs> argument we I already know. have quite a good housing system. so you're Just, so we're getting a better system than we currently have for housing well i think in he, terms of gardening oh gardening sorry okay he, no he's he said specifically like he mentioned housing oh well like furnishing oh okay. furniture. Meant, oh no <laughs> housing decorating and gardening he, he uh, wants you to think about it 
a, a, a tier above that. This is a. Um, uh, I'll wait to see it. I can't. I can't let us adding instanced housing. That's what I probably. Think. That's what I think. Yeah. I think that's a good idea, though. To be fair, we've yes. we've talked about it for so long, and law-wise, mm. they now have a way of doing it. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Mm. In our just a chain of islands. Yeah. Yeah. So many <laughs> islands. <laughs> Uh, that'll be fun to come visit my my uh, island where I have multiple Yustolas running through the field. Oh, what a that's, dream! That's, that's <laughs> you you'll finally be able to garden if you don't have a house. Yeah. Well, uh, that's cool. all he could share today. Let's just say he never said instance housing chat. No, yep. we're just but we're already running away. It's starting to sound I... very similar <laughs> to that. I tried yes. my best. To not even paraphrase a lot of stuff he said here. Uh, uh -huh. this, these are mm -hmm. mostly quotes because I didn't want mm -hmm. people to get the wrong expectations. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. This is what he said. I yeah. mean, yeah, he's he's probably very consciously not saying instance housing yeah. or trying to compare it to that because mm -hmm. they don't want the possibility of it being disappointing if that's mm. kind of what they're internally deciding it yeah. they want it to be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So don't think of it more than farm relaxing chill farm mm. yeah no more than that yeah maybe you'll be able to place more than 20 30 or 40 outdoor furnishings Ooh. or even better you can't but it's a whole You're, island i mean that would make sense though if you could do that because there are no other players there's nothing else yes. for it to like oh, load in imagine so. people could be so creative mm. It would be nice to have more storage for outdoor items, to be honest, considering the storage is only as large as the amount of items you're allowed in your yeah. yard. Why is that, <laughs> by the way? That's very strange. Uh, yeah. why, why not have like a flat cap on like inside and outside? Uh, weird. Like they have the same one. I don't understand that. It's weird. Um, Spaghetti. Is, yes. Spaghetti uh, spaghetti. Was that it's, it, Rollo? That was it. He's like, that's all I can share today. Okay. Yeah. So uh that's... look please look forward to it <laughs> yes yeah, and you... one more question from this interview what yeah well that, i'm saying it's all you could share for oh sorry there is one more okay uh, so that's what there's one more question that okay, was all you could on. say about yeah, yeah. iron sectionary okay are you gonna move on oh, <laughs> you gonna... oh <laughs> didn't you whoa, say that there was I... another question yes there was sorry i I don't know what happened to my connection there. Oh, you! Okay. Oh, you that dropped out. Really that that looks really so funny. weird when that happens because it just looks like you're zoning out. Yeah. yeah just... <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, there's one more. Uh, Mayoni asked about trust expansions. Already changes come to them, and he asked about maybe possibly doing like an alliance raid with trust, uh, possibly including. I mean, there are lots of characters that could potentially be in your trust, I guess, and there are lots of squadron members. Yeah. Not God, as long as Cecily doesn't join. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you hate Cecily? She's rubbish as a healer. Okay. Poor Cecily. Um, so he said an alliance raid with trust would be a lot of NPCs and that would be very, very difficult. Uh, don't expect that. Mm. <laughs> That's probably not going to happen. Right. Uh, that isn't to say they haven't been working hard on expanding the trust and making changes to it because uh, in the past for Shadowbringers, the um, main issue kind of holding them back was that it was very difficult to develop any content with trust because I guess the tool set was pretty complicated. Uh, so only kind of veteran members could really work on any trust related stuff, uh, but they've done a good job this expansion of, uh, he said, what was it? Um, smoothening out. Yeah, streamlining the uh, process 
or development tools for it. So a lot more members of the team can work on it. Um, he also, there is a particular scene he doesn't want to spoil that involves a big expansion of the trust. So please look forward to that, whatever that wow. could possibly mean. But there are, there is stuff going on with trust, fellas. Don't you worry. Interesting. Interesting. Hoping that we get Kryle, considering that was teased at oh, yeah. the start of the Tower of Zot. True. Mm. True. Uh, Kryle doesn't even get to be on the cover of the like the main <laughs> poster for Rin Walker. No, that's true. That's sad. Poor girl. Yeah. And that's it. That's it. There's there's more. Go look at their interview though if you want yes. to the rest. Um, but I just demand. paraphrase a lot. Links to all of this will be in the description. Um, mm -hmm. That's that. All right. Uh, next. Oh, that's me. EC Allies. Um, it's not a lot uh, there, but I... It's one question in the EC Allies interview that's been brought up that I still find to be quite funny. And that is the... Um, they were asking if there's any possibility of a... 2.x, sorry, well, a 2.0 server, essentially, but, uh, and that Yoshi P just, and this, these are the same people that did the Nightmare interview when he asked about oh, 1.0 yeah. servers, and then he's like, well, I'm sorry about that question, but how about a 2.0 server? And he's like, that's just another Nightmare, uh, because... <laughs> <laughs> Do they not like the game now? <laughs> well, there's always it's like the WoW classic. It's like everyone always wants to go back to like how to, but it's they're wrong in their heads. They're wrong <laughs> because what you really want is the feeling, but you can yeah. never get that. I'm sorry. Are you but trying you to say you don't know what they want back? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that, Rollo. It's what? like that other interview, but people don't to... know what they want. Yeah, right. is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, he's transparent I... about it. That's fine. Is it's not the same as WoW, I'm sorry to say. Well, all, yeah, what he essentially said was 2.0 was unfinished. Like, it was an mm -hmm. unfinished game. It was a game <laughs> knocked together in two years. Uh, and um, he, he, he specifically brought up, like, um, the, uh, an example of what would happen if they introduced, like, a 2.0 uh, um, server was, like, there was like no party finder at launch um so mm. uh, p uh or raid finder you literally had to go to wineport and shout for a party huh? right so in this world where we have a 2.0 server it was very likely that the, the forums were going to be flooded with please add a party finder and at that point, what are we doing here? Are we just going to patch the game again and add all the features Ooh. so we're back to like Shadowbringers <laughs> slash Endwalker again? So it's weird. And he said uh, it is not likely to happen. But he did say maybe you can ask again in 10 years. That's more like yeah. that's more fair I, in 10 years. Yeah. I still wouldn't want to play 2.0 in 10 years, though. I'd want to play it you even see, less. You know what? Well, I would be like, oh. I guess I want to check it out. I'll be there for like ah, 10 minutes. Be like, oh God, this was dreadful. Log out, never touch it again. <laughs> the, I'd the, launch it to see the UI again. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Remember the, the two rows of the orange? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the different quest symbols and stuff. I'd yeah. like to look at that again, but yeah. I wouldn't the, play it. 
only reason why I would ever want any of these like classic versions of 14 to happen is purely like educational, mm -hmm. just to see mm. like oh. it would be interesting to see ca mini caster bard and machinist again yeah i wouldn't want it that's 3.0 <laughs> yeah that's well true. you know you know what i mean it's like yeah, a, yeah. like you yeah. know that, that's another yeah, one yeah. but it, like i don't i don't want to play like that again i, j yeah. I, I just want to see how like bad it was <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's be... something similar yeah. to what i want where like mmos in particular compared to other video games and like video games in general are very difficult to archive and like yeah like display like his museum piece yeah mmos mm -hmm. as a result of one constantly evolving such that you don't have any one form of it at any one previous form of it at any time and also the fact that when they go offline they go offline you can't play them anymore right mm. mmos are very bad for being archived in like a museum type format yeah that's yeah true. absolutely yeah. it is sad you will never see caster bard ever again right in nah. any like that's it like that's that form of play is gone forever yeah i don't think it was a good form of play but like <laughs> yeah no, but there are things that would be worth doing like you know you mentioned bar that same machine is doing the 27 combo machinist opener just you know for <laughs> fun or yeah. doing old fisher or something yeah like yeah. classic Remember fisher you remember those old machinist turrets? There was the AOE version, and there was a yeah, single target one. Bishop oh, and those. the other one, Sentry. Yeah. yeah, like I don't. I think it's better what we have now, but it is neat mm -hmm. to yeah. see how it was. I don't want to play that old version extensively or anything. Yeah, that, that's that's sort of the problem because an MMO is like a living game. That's the whole point of it. So uh -huh. if you lock a game into just one build like 2.0 like we're, that's what it is eventually you'll hit the end of the game and you'll be like all right yeah game's over i guess yeah <laughs> what do you want like heaven's word 2 yeah are we, are we two? just gonna <laughs> keep patching it are we just gonna be like six versions behind the main game now is that we're we running two mmos which is literally the same and, MMO, but delayed. Yeah. As someone who has never played WoW extensively mm. or RuneScape, mm. what is the appeal of WoW Classic or RuneScape Classic to those players that want them? RuneScape, uh, I understand. RuneScape makes sense. Because RuneScape is, is very different. Well, WoW kind of makes sense too, because it's, I mean, it's like, you can get like a level every two seconds in WoW if you're early on, but they had like like in the original vanilla, you'd have like week long battlegrounds, mm -hmm. and like you know week. I have a job. Yeah, I know, I know. But in the old days, when they were kids, they were like, "This <laughs> yeah. is great." Yeah, but again, they don't understand. Yeah, that they've grown up. Yeah, but they're yeah. It's just to play how it was and get that feeling back they and want to be kids back. again playing when yeah it's but that's not happening aren't we already up to like burning crusade classic like yeah uh, but here's playing. the thing Yorgi. they're also now implementing uh refresh classic service where it's now starting all over again yeah so you'll it just endlessly replay it the same mmo expensive <laughs> because some people didn't get to experience the initial rush of classics so now those people get to be you know world first i, I know it, it... See, i, I would say, play wrath of the lich king again i but... kind of like this in a sense of i like this as my 
MMO museum type idea. <laughs> I don't know her hurry As, to you do know, this. You know, yeah. this, I know this will never happen, but I wish there was a way to like, if for the, 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 um, the preservation, the museum part, to be like at the launcher, just select a version, and then that's just an offline running locally on your oh, computer, so you lovely. can just walk yeah. around and play it single <laughs> I, player. I agree. Never gonna happen. That'd but be very. That'd take a lot of space on your computer. That's, <laughs> that's possibly. That's true. But maybe it doesn't. Down, you, when you select it, it downloads it. You do, the game doesn't like have For them every time. all every time. Oh no, no, no. When you select the version. That's like okay, we'll download that, and then when you unselect and it, you it'll can just pick between them. Yeah, you can pick oh, between uh, them. I think when the game closes, they should give you a, a snapshot server of every version to That's... play around with, or do what Dragon Quest seems to be doing with Dragon Quest Online or offline. If that, I don't know how that works exactly, but a way of playing the game now offline. Yeah, because. Like there are MMOs that I would love to play again that I can't. Fourteen can be well, with the exception of maybe the raids. Well, definitely with the exception of the raids, you can play fourteen solo if exactly. uh, if they just implemented trusts to all for all the the dungeons. Mm -hmm. It's you can convert fourteen to an, to a single player game very easily. Yeah. So maybe the, I feel like at, well, at least compared to like games like eleven, and I mean. I guess 1.0, you cannot convert those to, to single-player games that easily because they were never built with that in mind. Like, uh -huh. I, thought the, I thought the trusts in 11 allowed you to play at single-player at this point. <sighs> yeah, but I'm talking... Well, oh yeah, that's true. You can just carry over the trust system to the classic if you're doing classic 11, I guess. Let's do that. Let's do... Uh, re release 11 as a single-player game and I'll eventually get through the story. <laughs> yeah. I'm not subbing to it. No. <laughs> this is so expensive. 13 bucks plus, oh, a plus a dollar per character. Enjoy that. Mm. My free trial Jesus. was about a four-hour stream. Yeah. So yeah. I already feel upset about that. Remember the dingbats. Yeah. Well, that was it? my first time. It was also Mela's first time. It, it was both of our first time. That's literally the first five hours of 11. It's yeah. dingbats for eight yeah. hours. So Mela got to experience that twice, back. which was Awful. fun. God, yeah, thanks, yeah, Yogi. <laughs> it was much longer when I did it. Yeah, you <laughs> had bad... Why can you that, kill the That's the problem with 11. It's like so much RNG involved. And you're <sighs> the RNG... RNGesus was not with you that day. He really wasn't. No. <laughs> no. And when we got like other players who had joined in and like, yeah, because they felt we'll bad for with us. The yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> <is> depressing. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Um, mm. Yes. So there you go. Uh, ask again in ten years. Uh, I do wonder if like there is actual. Oh, there must be since they asked. Like people at, like unironically want a 2.0 server. Absolutely. Someone's like, you know what? I want all those roll action backs. I want all the uh, uh, alt job requirements to get my or classes to get my jobs. I want my blood for blood windows. They weren't want, even they, they weren't even called roll actions. They were called cross class actions. Cross -class That's class it. Class. Yes. Yeah, and you could only pick five or something. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. That and you, too. And you could only pick them from certain mm. classes. Yeah. yeah. And you had to have those mm. classes leveled. To, to acquire them as well. In so. theory, it was a good system for encouraging you to play other things, but in practice, it forced you to play things you probably didn't want to play. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It took forever it, to level stuff up, too. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't quick. Remember, you had to have the secondary class to 15 to get your job. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Archer. You were, if you're a caster, if you're a healer, you were required to get Black Mage up to, like, 
level 34, so you could add Swift class. Oh, yeah, true! Swift class was just I hated that! So funny. Oh, <laughs> and it was, it was required. Yeah. There was yeah. no, if you didn't have but, Swift class, but, you were a bad But healer. God, it could happen where you got into an instance and you're like, oh God, I died. And then you see the healer start to <laughs> slow rest. And everyone's like, um, oh, yeah, no cast. Like, sorry, don't have it. Um, Good time. No, bad. And the game never terrible. told you. Game never told you how to get Swift no. cast. Never told. If you didn't touch like Black Mage after, or Thaumaturge after 15, how would you know that the Swift cast was at 34? Sorry, I was just I having didn't... a flashback. Yeah. Flashback to remember when like the Paladin AOE uh, aggro builder was Flash. Oh yeah. 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 Great. <laughs> Didn't even do damage. It was nope. a shit mitigation tool that you spammed until you couldn't mitigate anymore because oh, they would it get gave immune. Good enmity though. They hated being flashed. Remember, actually, did they did did the roll actions even show up? No, it was level based, so you yeah. couldn't look ahead. So they did. You couldn't look ahead. So you <laughs> even <laughs> if you leveled to fifteen and checked your your skills, you it you wouldn't know. You, you literally wouldn't know. Wouldn't know. Oh no, my god! No, no guides on the lodestone back then. What a what a game! What a game! It was oh, it was so good. And this is the game wanna people want to go back to. No, no, no. Uh, okay, so that was the two point X server. Um, they asked about the Xbox version again. Oh yeah. Um, so they're not the only people that asked this this time. No, um, they're still in talks with Microsoft. Uh, they want they want it to happen, uh, and apparently they are having a positive like the tone is is good. They they have a good dialogue. Uh, which, been there before. Yeah, we've heard heard it before, and he couldn't really give us anything specific. Uh, but he he wanted he they want fourteen on the xbox at some point in the future mm -hmm. um so that's that uh i don't know if i want it on the xbox i don't know. it's just the the more consoles we're on the harder it gets to like update mm. things and the more i yeah i don't disagree but right now they've always said the current bottleneck right now is lower end computers still that is true that is true get off windows xp <laughs> come go on. to DirectX 11 come what? on come on grandma yeah, yeah. Um, okay, uh, there was also a. They also asked if they could get uh, Sokin's rendition of Lahi as an orchestrion role in game. Uh, of course, Yoshi P laughed and essentially just said no. <laughs> well, he said he, he said no, no uh, with many words, uh, but essentially, <laughs> you, no one want. We don't want that in the game. No, but you can go. I he literally says. He literally he says at the end, you can just go on YouTube and listen to it there. That's I true, mean, that's though. fair. Yeah, yeah. So, um, also, there's no like clear recording of it. No, that's true. No, it would be very grainy and horrible. Well, they yeah. have like they have like live versions of other songs in game, don't they? Yeah, yeah but they specifically record those, Rollo. Oh, those are studio. You're right. They're still oh, studio recording. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, take the footage from the live concerts that that are <laughs> fan fests. Imagine, <laughs> imagine if you're like a new player. You don't understand the Lahi meme. You do a dungeon and you're like, oh, Lahi Soken dropped. Oh, I can't wait to listen to that. <laughs> Lahi! It's like, <laughs> That's so funny. I pay $12 a month and you don't for know this. It, and then it's just that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, no, no Soken. Uh, 
uh, the uh, there are m more questions, but this is the other. This is the last question I picked, and it was uh, rival wings, uh, or oh, more. Cool. It was yeah. it, it, it evolved into more a uh, question about PvP in general, for because Yoshi couldn't talk about the changes that are coming up. But um, they asked if they could put rival wings on the roulette because it was uh, it was a piece that's like content that has been more or less abandoned, um, and Yoshi P said that it's like it's on their radar. Um, but it will probably not make it into 6.0, but that probably means that at some point, po uh, like post 6.0, we're going to get rival wings on a like PVP roulette or something. Oh, so, God. uh, that is coming probably. Um, the problem with rival wings specifically is that there's a, most players of 14 aren't interested in pvp which was something they noticed or realized when they introduced it uh so mm -hmm. there's a big problem with not having enough players so queue times and we know that queue times for rival wings are notoriously long um and he also brought up that the rewards aren't worth it so that's that kind. Of, that's kind of why, and I thought, you know, that's why Wings there aren't. Mailer. Yeah. <laughs> so that's something that he wanted better rewards for PvP, uh, so that that just can bring make them in more participation people. awards. Yeah. Yeah. He he better. was talking about like a currency th system. Something. Well, we already have that, which I thought uh, he might have been. Ref <laughs> he might have referenced the actual currency system that we have, but essentially better rewards in the future also for for doing it um they just need to make good pvp months. content and then i'll play yeah <laughs> yeah like i i'm sorry shatter fucking sucks like yeah. this, this is terrible yeah i hate the zerg rush pvp it's, it's so well, boring well he, he talked also about like you get like if you get weapons they're shit right so it's there's yeah. three there really isn't not everything can be glamour like for you to do p want to do pvp you want some sort of gear that helps you in some way as well and that's mm -hmm. part of the problem that's right now true so I kept it a small scale rather than doubling down on large scale though, like 72 I, yeah. people mm -hmm. eight versus eight versus eight was really fun Remember, yeah yeah we're getting some sort of smaller scale eight what what size did they say the new PvP coming was? Four? I don't think they said. It was so. only two sides, wasn't it? As well. Yeah. Yeah, it was only two sides. Is it four v four? That's just the face. No, no it's it more like than four v four. Is it six? No way. What was it? I it's either eight v eight or sixteen v sixteen. I think it's not. It's bigger than four v four. I'm sure. Hmm. It's meant to be like siege, isn't it? <laughs> it's gonna be a bit of a rubbish siege if there's four of you. No, wasn't the PvP meant to be smaller? It was like six v six. Six v six. Wow. Yeah. 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 Ooh. Odd size. Weird. How's that going to work with rolls? Oh well, we'll find out. I, I don't remember, but uh, the, the yeah, it's it's smaller mm. scale, I believe. Yeah. Um, there you go. Make sure you uh, can uh, watch Easy Allies full interview. There's more questions in there. They're talking about um, what's his name, uh, Final Fantasy man uh, playing. Oh 14. yeah. Sakaguchi. There's there's some questions about that as well, so go check that out. That's Easy Allies. Jesse Cox, Mela. Right, well, this was nice. Um, mm. And I'll just say, I think we've said it before, but as someone who used to watch like the Polaris crew back in the day, and I've pretty much not watched Jesse Cox since then, it's mm. lovely to see him enjoying the game. Yeah. Um, Where's Dasher? Come on. Polaris. Dasher? You mean Dodger? 
Dodger, yes, sorry. I'm Dodger, I'm Dasher. Dash is still stream. She's she's I'm living sorry. a good life. She has a coffee thing and stuff. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen um, their stuff in a long time. Dash. Uh, okay, so he started um, just asking how the team's feeling about the upcoming launch because they were only like 40 days away at the time um, of interview. He says he never really looks forward to a launch. Um, he's very mm. tired. He said it's been tough because of the size of the game. It's like building a whole new um, uh, RPG. Um, so he's still doing his final checks and everything. So it's yeah, tough. That It's the same feeling you get when you're like the deadline for like an essay or like an assignment you have for oh. university is coming up. I imagine it's a, it's a similar type of pressure, but like magnitudes higher. Yeah. Yeah. But then on the plus side, he's probably not left it till last minute to do the whole thing. Mm. I mean, I don't think he can. So, <laughs> um, then he they asked about fan expectations because obviously Shadowbringers was so good. Does that make it more difficult? Um, he said he's grateful for people being loyal. Um, as it eases his pressures because he is obviously a member of the board of directors. Um, he is incredibly confident about this expansion and the other expansions they've brought in the past. He's proud to work on the game, so he's um. He doesn't have too much of the pressure of fan expectations. Obviously, Shadowbringers' reception was very good. Um, and he doesn't want you to think of this as a, a Shadowbringers 2 in any terms. It's its own game, and it will, it'll stand on its own, uh, like all the other expansions. Mm-hmm. Um, he's sure it will feel different, um, and it's a very long journey. He says it's going to start out a little bit slow and quiet and build up. And he gave a little little drop that once you hit around level 83 and go into a certain zone that you go into then, there'll be a big surprise. And that's all you Ooh. have to say on that. So that's... Mm. Mold is the level 83 zone. As far Maybe as you it know. There might be another 83 zone. It might be a it's subsection possible. of a different zone that we haven't, we don't know about as well. Yeah. Who knows? Um, so that's cool. Um, or it could like be a, an instant battle that happens there or something. Yeah. 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 Um, that's when you look back on the last 12 or so years of mm-hmm. this project, what comes to mind? Um, and the main thing on it 12 years ago, <laughs> well, since he came on, the, the you know, they, they said roughly 12, they couldn't remember exact timing. Um, when he first joined the team, um, and he got to meet everyone, um, they booked out like a conference center, and there were about 200 people there. He remembers Foxclon. Um, and he mentions because he used to work on Dragon Quest, he didn't really know a lot of these people because they are separate teams. Um, he said there were three main groups of people he could see in this audience of 200 people. Upset people, uh-huh. tired people, and some who had a sliver of hope left after the failure <laughs> of 1.0. Yeah. So that was yeah. quite depressing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he remembers Soken being super excited about, you know, and hopeful for the project. Um mm. And then his second big memory is when they did the first fan fest in Las Vegas. Um, and they had apparently issues with the registration system. No one could get in and there were big queues of people. I don't remember this, um, but I don't know if I was around for the first ever fan fest. God. Um, but he said no one could, their tickets and stuff weren't scanned and there was just a huge queue of people who weren't oh, there. Oh, yes. I vaguely, yeah, that, that rings a bell. Um, so the PR director told him that maybe he should go out there and sort of apologize and that might ease the tensions but 
he found out that as soon as people started noticing him, they were like, wow, it's Joseph P. Oh, yeah. Um, they like cheered him on and he went up and met them all. And some little kid came out and said, you're my hero to him. Aww. And that warmed his middle-aged heart. <laughs> um, he'd already be quite warm because they're in Las Vegas. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, That's yeah, true. Yeah. And that kid was Mela Vanadar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was me, everyone. <laughs> Remember when we almost had a US fan fest in a not stinky city, Rollo? Oh. Why were they going to hold it? One San day. Diego. Oh, oh wow. Mm. That would have been... We want the East Coast for once, please. I don't want to go to the West. Yeah, why do they do it so close to JP time zone rather than yeah, more they have American their... time zone? They, they have their offices out? on the West Coast. Uh... Oh, okay. hmm. Less travel for the PT crew. Yeah. Um, the East Coast is much more condensed in terms of like high population centers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's true. Do it in yeah. DC. Everyone can reach DC really easy. In DC? Um, yeah. Washington? Yeah, Washington, DC. No, DC New York, for? DC. What is DC? District, stand of, for? <laughs> District of Columbia. District of Columbia. Okay. Um, so then they you asked... always make Mela... fun of Rollo for not knowing things about the, <laughs> Mela uh, baffles about me. the UK, and you just showed something very ignorant With about his the US. lack of knowledge about the US is, uh, is because is I don't powerful. I don't expect anyone to know anything about countries they don't live in. Like I'm not gonna no. force it down his throat. Yeah, that's fair, Rollo. Good on you. The capital um, of the United States, you would know, Mela. <laughs> Mela just doesn't care. Mela's like the know. United <laughs> uh, snore. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. On, so Jesse then went on to ask what the best way Yoshi P thinks is for new players to experience the story post Endwalk, because obviously it's the end of a big saga and there's going to be a whole new story plot. Um, so here he brings up his TV drama series analogy. Oh, God. He says that obviously Aroma Born is season one and Walker is season five, mm -hmm. but 7.0 will be like a new first season of like the new story arc. So this is season one of you know, you know, in anime, they have like, like season one, two, three of an arc, and then they move on oh, to the arc. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was thinking more like Degrassi, the next generation. Or that reference that I don't get. Cool reference. Uh, <laughs> um, he says the big moments in Shadowbringers were a lot better if you were someone who either has been around since the beginning or you've played Aroma Reborn and you didn't skip to the end. Um, so it's definitely better for people to go through the whole story. And that's what he would prefer. Uh -huh. But if they don't want to, there will be story skips that you can pay for. And he does appreciate the fact that it will only become harder and harder for people to catch up. So it's something he, he knows he's going to have to deal with yeah. sooner mm -hmm. or later. Um, he then goes on to talk about if there are any benefits for you as a player to play through the entire storyline um sort of Aroma wants to end Walker for things beyond that and if there are any plot threads that will move on into 7.0 and beyond. He also mentions as an example like you know, Tataru's been there from the beginning in this story arc. Is she going to be a character in the future or do we not need to care about who this person is? Um, and he says that it's not like after this uh, saga ends they're going to just chuck you off to a new planet. Um, there will be some continuity. Um and he says, once the end walk is over, it sort of will leave hope for the future. And he said, it's not like you'll say goodbye to everyone you've met. 
Okay. But maybe someone, who knows? But he doesn't, you know. Well, someone's um, going to die or disappear or fade away or turn into... There'll be deaths. Steam. That can't well, not be. Someone will do a Gassetsu. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. Yeah, that's right. Because um, he's we're, priming what's he us. Doing now? He's priming us. We're like, someone's gonna die, and they're like, oh my god, the entire palace is falling over me. I'm gonna get splatted. Mm -hmm. Splatted, you think? But actually, at the end of the whole story, we pan in, like pan over like the ruins, and it turns out there was a hole. He fell into a manhole, and he it, it crawls up. And it's like, oh, phew, I live. Also, hello, Sinos. You fell in with me. How are you? Uh, oh, and he's like, and he's like, and he's like I don't know who I am. Uh, and that's Innocent a whole new art. babe. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I'd be okay if we never had to see Hancock ever again. I, I hate talking to Hancock in game. Like, he's such an unpleasant uh, man. Yeah. He's not like supposed it. to be a nice person. I know, he's but I could... I, I, we haven't talked to him in Shadowbringers, and that was great. Keep him in there. Well, Let the little Kukane castle fall. I'll him. have you know, the entire Garlemald Tower is going to fall on Hancock, and only Hancock. <laughs> Good, yeah. thank you. Yeah. It's going to fall across the ocean. Into yeah, yeah, yeah. But Rolo, 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 he falls into a manhole. And mm. survives. No! And he emerges <laughs> in the Garlean embassy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, there gets you go. captured and becomes a prisoner of war. Yeah. Um, he also then goes on saying, "Oh, Tatar is the front and center for the uh, Endwalker key art. So that's you know, don't worry, she's there. Maybe she's the final boss." Um, and then he says, "We've yet to fight the most deadly encounter ever, and it's going to be very epic." <coughs> Whoa! Don't, don't worry, it's going to be epic, guys. I do Good. think it's very funny that Tatara is like front and center in the end. end yeah. Key art. Yeah. <laughs> She's going to get grape squash like uh, <laughs> that guy in the uh, Bailsa storyline thing. Uh huh. In the Krile world story. She just isn't marketable. Sorry, she can't go on the poster. Why is marketable? Because <laughs> she's, she's too she's... close to Pikachu. <laughs> I think it's the I wrong think game. Krile is very unfairly treated in the marketing she of this is. game. Yeah. I love Kryle. She's one of my favorite The reason characters. she's not on the artwork is that is because the tower is going to fall on her. And... No! What's with the tower? But here's the twist, Rollo. She uh -huh. falls into a manhole and uh, <sighs> at the end of the story with Hancock and she Zenos? crawls up and she's like, oh, I'm here. Hello, Hancock. Hello, Sinos. We don't know who we are. <laughs> but she knew their name. Well, that's gonna be good. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that bit. Yeah, yeah. And they all have a curry-related accent. <laughs> <or something. laughs> no, yeah, they get to um, lie next to their name, <laughs> so it's fine. <laughs> they then talk about the um, the the comment Yoshi P made about how it will be easier to level side jobs outside of your main job. He's mentioned that a few times. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. And he said, "Oh yeah, the armor system something that sets this game apart." They don't want you to have an obligation to level all jobs, which is weird based on the Amaro mount, but fine. Mm -hmm. uh, just mm -hmm. get through the MSQ and save the world, okay? Right. That's all right. he wants. Well, That's as... the only thing he wants. Well, they don't consider mounts to be that special, because considering that it was one of the things <laughs> they were saying that didn't convince people to do PvP. Mm -hmm. uh, That's true. Mm -hmm. um, he says, on average, players have three to four max level jobs, which was interesting oh, wow. to the team. Um 
and that, so they've changed it. So doing the MSQ quests alone will grant you enough XP to cap. And so side quests can now be used for alt job leveling, which is essentially what it is now, but maybe you'll need yeah. to do a couple of side quests. I oh. never had to do side quests to level. I was never level locked during Shadow Really? I... I think I might have once, maybe, but not much. I or maybe think... the dungeon gave enough XP anyway. I feel I like I had a decent amount of Roblox in Shadow Riggers. You had a decent amount of... Oh, Roblox. I thought... I thought you Roblox. said Roblox. He, he, yeah. yeah, it was a side game at the time. Yeah, yeah Roll was playing I, Roblox yeah. on the side. Uh, well, I did get I did get um, uh, Roblox during Shadow Rings, but that was because I was leveling both Scholar and Red Mage simultaneously. Once I started just focusing on Scholar to get to the end of the game, I didn't have that issue anymore. Okay. Mm, well, either way, it's supposed to be easier, but he didn't talk about anything that I wanted him to talk about, like, you know, just faster XP gains for armory bonus or whatever. He didn't say anything like that. No. So it might not be that good as a buff, to be honest. It'll be nice to make things level quickly, though, because it's like, you gotta admit, I like I like leveling the different jobs. I'm actually almost done doing all of them. I just need to do uh, Samurai, and then I'll be done. Uh, wow, but... they left that till the end. Mm. Well, because I already yeah, had Samurai leveled on my alt. Right. Because I was like, oh, okay. I didn't want to... I, I saved the ones that I've already done for last. Makes sense. Uh, but God, it's a lot of time. It's so boring leveling. It's a lot of time. Yeah, it is. I, you gotta, you gotta do bad leveling roulettes where you get stuck in fucking Tam Tara <laughs> or some shit, <laughs> and you're doing main scenario. Great XP, great time to catch up on your favorite TV show. You're gonna see a lot though if you want to level. Yeah. 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 Um. He then asked about the surge of players and how the dev team has um, reacted to it. He says, of course, it's amazing to have a big boom um, of players and the team's so happy. He also said that he's sure that there are people in the company who are happy that they'll receive a bonus because of this, mm. which is funny. Um, yeah. yeah. Like, it's just oh, brilliant. I'm going to get more money. <laughs> um, Royalties. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. See, see, that's that's the... That's an insight into like Japanese uh, work culture where every year everyone gets bonuses at the end of the year based on the performance of the company rather than necessarily like yearly salary raises. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, you get odd. bonuses in other kind, like Christmas bonuses, and there's depends on the line of work, I suppose. I have never gotten a Christmas <laughs> yeah, bonus it's in very, my it's life. It's like this mythical <laughs> thing that you hear about <laughs> yeah, but never experience. <laughs> yeah, what Poor occupations Rolo. do you have to work in to get a Christmas bonus or like, other, or something similar? Mi- mm. Some kind of weird office? I... No, <laughs> not retail. No, some hairdo, I think. I think it depends. It's different. Difference from country to country, I guess. Yeah. I've got performance bonuses at work. Well, the vet makes enough money every year. Yeah, bless but... you. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's Good it. <laughs> yeah. Um, they like watching people do world first races. The dev team keeps eye on those, and, and you know we do too. We enjoy those. Um, and they've enjoyed watching some new people too to see their reactions. So that's that's fairly mundane. They asked if Yoshi P is a primal. Um. Yes. And apparently even the Japanese say this too. That he is, you know, everyone is tempered and he is a big primal. I don't I don't know why. But he says that he sees everyone as a friend, colleague, or family member. He's not a primal. 
He's just a middle-aged gamer who loves online games I'm and games. Sorry, are they talking real life? Oh, I thought they yeah, were like yeah, trying to life. ask a more question about like the no, no, no. Oh, okay. Just in real life. They were asking if the wandering minstrel is a problem. That makes more sense than real life. <laughs> I love how you brought up as if I'm being silly for thinking it was in-game where primals are real yeah. than real life. This is a meme that is like uh, relatively widespread. Uh huh. It does I make like, more sense than game though. I like that he gives himself the title of middle aged. Like he's always like, "I'm just middle aged gamer." Yeah. That's it. Yeah. He is though, bless him. Yeah. He is. Yeah. By the time good lad. ten year, ten more years have happened, we'll be middle aged. I know. Oh, I'll be fucked up. I'll be. Hopefully, we won't be doing this anymore. <laughs> um. Black and white moment. Black and white moment. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're not gonna uh, be like that in ten years, I hope, Mela. No, no, you're not Mela. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be be a swift person. downhill curve. You, you just want to be an old person that can say what you want without consequences. Oh, I yeah. really want to be I, an old person. Yeah. I hope ten years from now I get some like nice salt and pepper in the beard. That oh comes yeah. Cool. Mm, mm. Can't wait to take a pipe and just scream at people for getting in my way or whatever. Can't wait to take no, a pipe. I want to start. If I if I get it to like seventy, I want to be like a wizard and have a pipe. That's funny. That's, yeah, yeah. That's I, the dream I respect for me. that. That will be funny. Don't worry, I'll be dying my hair by then, like my mother. <laughs> and then if I ever stop dying, I'll be shock white. Oh my god, that's gonna be a real. Oh my god, that's wow. the dream. I want to be shock be white. Anything. You can get like a Cruella streak if you like, Yogi. Yeah. Big dig really dignified. That. Yeah. No. I'm going to uh, have my hair gold like a, a, a gato or whatever. Too, that's too far. It's too far. You can't <laughs> you have know, golden like some, hair. Some people get like golden tips on the end. That's what I'll do. Yeah, yeah that's very 90s. Yeah. <laughs> Frosted. Um, they, then the final question was whether they can have Lalafell sit on other players mm. like Nanamo and Rob on mm. house. Um, he then asked, does this even mean that you'd want a Lalafell sitting on another Lalafell's shoulders? To which they said, yes. Then there was a weird thing about could you even stomach the idea of another Pete person being allowed to have Nanamo on them? And there's no room on a Lalafell for another Lalafell. Maybe they could be worn like a backpack instead. <laughs> and the man seems to be there, he says, so they might have to look into it. It's a bit of a weird ending, but um, weird. You know be... what? I would like it if one of my Lalafell and party members couldn't right click on me and then click on mount and then they'll just be on my shoulder. <laughs> Yeah, like that's, I wish that's I could fine. do that for just all races. <laughs> a Rogadin on a Lala. So like a Rogadin sitting I on a Lalafell. That is funny. A hero just walking up to like, just walking up to another hero and just sit on their shoulder. <laughs> just backpacking them, just like. And then oh, still being able to like... do emotes. I'd just be constantly like clapping. <laughs> <laughs> Mela logs in. I'm immediately on his shoulder just clapping. Oh. <laughs> Uh, what if we could like stack it as well? <laughs> yeah, so Georgi can sit on my shoulder and then Rolo yeah. sits on Georgi's shoulder. <laughs> it would work similarly to fashion items because it's like it's like mounting, but it's not. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah we could have like a fake Nanamo fashion item and that would probably tick the boxes for them. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, creepy. yeah. It is creepy, but they asked a pretty creepy question. Yeah, that's um, true. And that's, that's that. All right, that's that. Not as much mm -hmm. as. Uh, not as much new information, but it was good. It was nice. Yeah. Um, so thanks, Jesse and uh, JP. Yeah. 
That is Jesse Cox. Uh, make sure you check that out. All right. And well, I well, it's technically a last, but there, I guess honorable mention after that. But uh, Miss Tech Georgi. Uh, okay, so she opened up the interview by asking Yoshipi, I hope that he's hopefully getting plenty of sleep, hmm. taking care of himself during this stressful time, and he wanted to reassure all of us that he is getting no sleep. Um, <laughs> Good. Uh, her first question was about um, Ultimate, how many there's likely to be, when it will happen. Yoshi P says it's still current. Dragon Song Ultimate is still currently on schedule for 6.1. Hopefully, nothing will prevent that from happening. Um, as for if there will be another Ultimate in Endwalker, while they do have plans, they don't want to speak any more on it right now because they don't want to have another scenario happen to them, like as has happened with Dragon Song Ultimate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. We gotta do an Ultimate. We should, we should pick one and do it one day. We one would day. need to clear need to... the. The, the tier of the savage tier required to play them yeah do it for uh, the world one what was the shadow storm blood one um the well, the first one uh, um like uh, uh, ultimate uh, bahamut uka yeah uka it was uka. yeah it was coil yeah you yeah you you can do we can do you all right yeah we'll do that um then she goes on to like her next two questions are about healers and then the second one is specifically about scholars um she asks like how are we how do this the team seek to balance uh the, the player's desire to both dps and heal as healers and he says that like the design sentiment from 5.x onwards has been to increase the damage output such that healers will be healing more. Um, even so, they don't want the skill floor to be so high that players, that lower skilled players will look at all these DPS skills and feel like, oh, why am I not using these? Why am I focusing all my time on healing? Mm -hmm. Which is why healers as they are right now are designed to not have many DPS buttons. Mm. Um, also, when it comes to people out leveling old content, it's always going to be the case that like, as eye level increases, you're just going to have more time to DPS anyway. So they try not to think about that too much in regards to moving between expansions. Right. Okay. That's fair. And also he once again reminds us, uh, if you want to attack as a healer, there's always Sage. Good choice, sages. They really want to sell us sage as like the big, the best healer. I mean, it's gonna be the best healer at launch. That's how they do these things. But weird. Why do we not? So, like, why, why do we not have enough DPS skills, Yoshi P? Play sage. <laughs> yeah, it's also strange that like there's so much. Maybe it's because of all the questions about healers and scholars specifically that they've been pushing Sage so much. I feel like there has not been as much push for people to play Reaper. Mm, no, that's there true. Hasn't. <laughs> true. But uh, apparently, Reaper's taking a lot of people by surprise by how good it is. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. like, interested in it. I'm more interested in Sage, but it's, mm. is there some, there's some you, things to th it? There is. I think there is the, always this. They don't. They've also said this outright that people don't want to play healers. 
right? So I think they're mm. a little insecure on the about that job. So they're like, please play Sage. And the, remember, none of the other healers can DPS. Look at how many DPS skills Sage has. <laughs> play Sage. <laughs> well, see, here's the thing. I feel like they're going about it the wrong way. They worry that people aren't playing healers because they're worried about healing. Mm-hmm. So they just jam them full of healing skills, yeah. and then people are like, well, that's not what we want. <laughs> yeah, I know. So th- this is the problem that 14 has always had, I feel like. Because in... So let's say uh, we're doing a Savage, right? We uh, we do the Savage, we get better gear, okay? Yeah. So mm-hmm. when that happens with tanks, they take less damage, they do more damage, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, DPS, they... You know, they, they do more damage, mm. right? And then healers heal more, but it doesn't mm. make sense. Re- I mean, they, you know, they also do more damage, but that's, they don't yeah. have any damage skills, really. So it's like, it really content's being cleared faster. Yeah. And you have all these extra heals and stronger heals that don't do as much because everyone's already taking less damage and doing more damage, too. Yeah. So it doesn't. That's makes true. sense yeah. yeah that was an aspect of Ms. Tech's question and unfortunately Yoshi, as i said like they never plan for what happens after eye levels start increasing and such like <laughs> right there's going to be more downtime for healers to just be dpsing because tanks are taking less damage bosses are dying faster yeah. there's less there's less to heal yeah i, I think they should reconsider that one maybe yeah in my humble onion yeah. Hmm. Okay. I just think that there needs to be. It doesn't have to be as equally complicated, but it needs to be more than two buttons. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. you could. You could give them two more attack spells. Maybe give them a single OGCD too. Like. Yeah. There's got to be more than just a spell, a dot, AOE, How? and whatever. I don't know, some more stuff. What was your opinion of like the white mage rotation in Heavens with Liqueur? Oh, well, we had Era 3. We had Era. Oh my god, we had a lot more of them. Because you could use Stone 1, Stone mm. 2. You never did that. Obviously, you used the highest <laughs> tier one. But uh, yeah, I felt like I did more. There was also like the. the um, the ro- there was it felt more like a rotation. It isn't really a rotation now for DPS. You you have no. There's glare, and then no sorry. There's um, Dia and then glare, a size I guess. Mm-hmm. A flate is misery every ninety seconds. And then every ninety seconds, a flate is misery. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's the yeah. Because yeah, and chat's bringing up. You also had arrow two and arrow one. They were yeah. separate skills back then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're pressing Just, more buttons. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it, like, it had other downsides, like cleric stance still being like a thing that you had to yes. pop. But oh, that was good. I miss cleric stance. I think that was a cool concept. I think being I think... stuck in cleric stance and fucking up and was bad. That but was I think funny. being able to do more damage. That, yeah. I think cleric stance is an interesting idea, and they're kind of getting that with like fucking sage's dark arts button that mm-hmm. they're getting. Yeah. Um, but like, unfortunately, it's not designed well enough for a game that has ping like 14 does right yeah that's yeah. 
being stuck in the stance and having someone die always sucks. But every they time they kind of made it work. You're like, oh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do a little quick DPS, but then it has like cleric stance had like a, I don't remember the recast time, but it was like. 10 like seconds five, or 5 six, seconds. Whatever it was, yeah. it was too much. For the moment you had clicked <laughs> that and you saw your tank just suddenly drop to like 10% health, you knew it was over. Mm -hmm. uh, unless you had mm -hmm. Benediction ready. Um, See, that's why I was nostalgic for a Realm Reborn Lustrate, where it was a flat 25%. It doesn't oh, matter if you yes, have yes. stance or not. Similarly to Benediction, it's always a flat amount of damage, but unlike White Mages, we had three uses of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. The, um, I don't know if there's much point in going into what he says about why you should, why scholars are feeling neglected. He says the same thing he said before. Yeah. He says, we don't like going into detail about all the minutiae about every job prior to launch without under, but then he also fails to understand why scholars aren't happy with how it is right now. Um, but, they will say they have also said, which I don't know if is the correct takeaway from this question, that moving forward, they might try and go into different details about each job in the the, the live letters prior to expansions, where they go through each step of the uh, new jobs. Okay. Yeah. I don't think that's going to help. <laughs> no, I don't think I... that's going to. I don't think I would have been happy if they explained my two new skills beforehand. I just would have been upset that we sat there having to listen to scholar skills that didn't yeah. change. Yeah, yeah. And her last question was that, um, is there any plans to add a delay to the savage tier releases that happen after normal raids similar to how there are at launch how you know when normal raid releases at launch there's normally like a week or two before savage releases mm -hmm. uh mistech wants to know if they're making similar plans for point two and point four patches ah, um interesting idea so, so yoshi Pia said they're considering it nothing concrete but they will provide further information when that time comes Okay. The funny, the funny thing about that question too is that the way they translated it was like they, they she did. It's really I think confusing. Was, yeah. Yeah, she's like used the word for floor and not like tier as in we would. So yeah. He was thinking like, oh, like getting armor the father and then you know have whatever the father yeah, a week want, later. Like yeah, what? Like you want you want a week delay between <laughs> each like term coil. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, those are the those are the main questions. All right, there you go. That's Miss Tech. Uh, make sure you check that out as well. Miss Tech, uh, MTQ capture on YouTube. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, like, I mean, mention we can mention Drac, uh, Rollo. <laughs> so you don't have to tell none of us. Just yeah, none of us are monk players. No, that's Drac's thing. His main questions were regarding stuff like brotherhood overflow, like the the the, the things, the um, you know, the chakra things. Uh, yep. you, you just get too many that, and you, you you miss them. And he's like, "I'll we'll consider that." And then <laughs> same thing with um, what was that other skill? I don't know. It's all monks. Uh, something about a. Uh, Six-pointed star? Yeah, six-sided star or something. I, 
Sorry, I'm not a detailed like we, monk player. Let's just say, go watch Drax's video on that. If you're a monk or interested in stuff about monk, it's there. Go watch that instead. Mm -hmm. Okay. There is That's... one other interview, but we won't be talking about it today. No. Because it's not really relevant to Endwalker. Mm -hmm. Oh, true. But we'll get to it at some point. Yes, right. Um, all right, that's um, that's all we wrote uh, for today. Um, next week, that's episode two seventy. We'll be back with a normal episode. Uh, two, uh, sorry, I just said two seventy. Um, that also means post show and questions from the syndicates. So, patrons, make sure you're sending questions. Um, yeah, that's it. Thanks for watching, everyone. We'll be back, like I said, next week, same time, same place. No. No, no, no. Can't say that now. Uh, Saturday, 9 yeah. p.m. Central European time, 8 p.m. BST. You know the times. I don't have to tell you. Remember to follow on Twitter at speakers.xv, twitch.tv, youtube.com slash speakers.xv, exclamation Discord in chat if you want to join our Discord server. If you're watching on demand, links in the description. That's the show. No post show. So we'll see you. Well, we'll still see you probably tomorrow. So uh, goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. You've just listened to an episode of Speakers of Fidelum, produced by Speakers Network. Producer for this episode was Lukeel Bravestone. Final Fantasy and Final Fantasy XIV is a registered trademark of Square Enix Holding Company Limited. If you would like to support the show, consider pledging to our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash speakersxiv or buy some merch at teespring.com slash stores slash speakersxiv. Link to both of these sites, as well as our Discord server, is provided in the episode description. Thank you for listening to this Speakers Network production.